Welcome to the Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Todd has over 35 years of experience working with thousands of couples as a licensed therapist in his private practice. Todd shares his insights on this show. It's never too early to divorce-proof your marriage or too late to heal yourselves and have the relationship you truly want. Hi, everybody. This is Todd Krieger. Uh, what I do is I, I help couples heal from crises such as infidelity. I help couples rekindle passion and feel more alive and connected. I also help individuals uh, dealing with trauma. Uh, I've been doing a lot of that work for years now and um, help people, whether they're in relationships or not, that uh, have gone through some kind of trauma. Today, I want to talk about meditation, trauma, and post-traumatic stress disorder. Meditation is something that I practice personally every day, and uh, I could tell you, and I probably will tell you, about some of the uh, positive effects on the brain. I also want to be responsible in terms of how to talk about people that have gone through trauma and might have some post-traumatic stress results from it. Uh, and I'll explain that a little bit too. And how meditation helps, but also where meditation might not be the whole answer and we may need additional help. So I just want to be very responsible as a clinician who does this kind of work in working with trauma. So trauma, now we all go through negative experiences and we, we handle it. So what happens if we go through a negative experience, there's a, a moments of stress, there's um, reactions where we release more cortisol. I'm not going to go into a whole lot of detail with that for this, but a lot of cortisol is released. And then what happens is there's a part of the brain actually called the hippocampus that uh, eventually sends feedback back to the adrenal glands, which produce the cortisol that the threat has passed. You could relax, stop producing cortisol. And the parasympathetic part of our nervous system takes over, whereas before the sympathetic, which is the fight or flight, had taken over. Now it's like everything's good. It's over. And your body rests and relaxes. And uh, acute stress, short-term stress, doesn't really hurt us because the body is set up to heal from it. But if there's a, a big stress that we can't metabolize, we can't handle, or is it a lot of little ones over and over again, little traumas that are too much for us to handle, it doesn't get processed and it gets stuck. And I talk about this when I talk about EMDR, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing, that that can really, really help. But people that have post-traumatic stress disorder, and not, you know, when we go through trauma, many people don't end up having post-traumatic stress disorder. And those are symptoms like people being hyper aroused. They just can't settle down. Um, people that tend to avoid uh, anything that resembles anything that might trigger that response. That's another thing. What else? Um, intrusive thoughts, flashbacks, and also uh, oftentimes it might change the way people think about themselves. Uh, alterations in their cognitive awareness or think about the world or think about other people. But the good news is that we have things we could do to help. And I want to talk about meditation and how it can help. And also, maybe in some, for some people, it's limitations and what we need to do to continue to get help. 
uh, when meditation isn't the whole answer. But meditation is a big part of the answer for many people who have gone through trauma. And, and I am telling you this from studies and research that I've seen, as well as the, the treatment I've done with many people who have gone through trauma. Uh, meditation, just talking a little bit about meditation, meditation, what it does, it actually increases the gray matter in the brain. And literally, you know, what happens is our brain adapts to our environment. So if a person is in a traumatic, toxic environment, especially as a little kid, but even as adults, it could make the brain connect in certain ways that help them adapt to that environment, but not, it's not necessarily good for the person in the long term. But we could train our brain in a variety of ways. And meditation, such as mindfulness meditation, other kinds of meditations can actually train the brain to uh, experience a more enriched environment that it could, it could oftentimes undo some of the harm that's been happen, happening in toxic uh, environments. So what happens actually during the first few minutes of a meditation session is there's parts of our brain that light up, that it's sort of like it's our normal consciousness, but as we get, stay in it, then what happens is we have other parts of the brain that get affected. I'm not going to go into detail about that, but I'll say that the dorsal medial prefrontal cortex, to give you a name, gets more activated. And that's where empathy can develop, compassion can arise, including self-compassion. And meditation has been shown to boost serotonin, decrease cortisol, increase DHEA, which helps us feel healthy and it has to do with longevity. Uh, it increases GABA, which is um, a neurotransmitter that helps us calm down, increases endorphins, on and on. And it actually can move us towards different brain frequencies that can be really helpful, uh, such as alpha and theta. And again, these are things that you can read. But uh, basically, it also uh, helps us um, activate the prefrontal cortex, which is really good when it comes to judgment. So why I'm telling you this is with trauma, they, those, the, those, those helpful parts of the brain can be more and more deactivated and the emotional parts of the brain can be activated. And during meditation, like I said, it can reverse some of that. And so studies have shown that for many people doing meditation, and most of the studies are on mindful meditation, uh, can uh, they develop more resilience? They they have a, more of a calmness. Um, they actually can help people's stress reactions decrease. It takes more to get that stress reaction that increases the cortisol and that they can return to that baseline normal where that parasympathetic sympathetic nervous system gets activated. So meditation can do all that. And since trauma is all about cortisol and stress, uh, and post-traumatic stress disorder is about when people have more chronic releases, meditation can definitely help that. Here is what some of the other studies say that it's very, it's very important for me to let you know that too. During meditation, what oftentimes happens is stuff comes up, things come up. 
And as we meditate, these things can come up, notice them, and they let go. Sometimes people naturally process them. And so trauma can be processed during meditation. However, since things come up sometimes for some people, and it isn't the majority of people from what from the studies I've read, but for some people, they can get into some dark spots uh, when they meditate. And so that's something for all of us to be aware of, that sometimes it's, the meditation isn't causing trauma, it isn't causing symptoms, it's just uncovering them. Now, for me, that's mostly a good thing, because when we uncover things, we can process them. And when we process trauma, we could be done with it. However, sometimes we might need more than meditation. That's where processes such as what I do, EMDR, can really help people process the trauma. So I have some people doing both meditation and EMDR. So we'll do the meditation um, and uh, I do EMDR a lot, but for some people, they will tell me, and not many, but some will tell me, start meditating and then some memory came back and I wasn't ready to deal with it. So then we deal with it together using EMDR. So actually the meditation has helped us uncover something that we now could process so that that person doesn't go into a deeper dark place or stay in a dark place and we could process it. So I just wanted to share with you that uh, I think for most of us, we, we, none of us really should be afraid of doing meditation. I, I would hate for someone to read an article that say, oh, some people get into dark spaces and that inhibits them because I think meditation overall is really excellent for us in terms of dealing with day-to-day -day life, alleviating anxieties, uh, making healthy new brain connections uh, between neurons in our brain, activating the parts of the brain that can help us self-soothe, help us be clear and creative. Meditation does all that. And at the same time, it can uncover Sometimes, for some people, uh, it can uncover uh, some trauma that people need some help in dealing with. And maybe at that point, they seek training, uh, seek someone that's trained in something like EMDR um, uh, that is a trauma-based, evidence-based treatment that can help people uh, process those, those memories. So I just wanted to share that um, it, it's just something that I, I recommend for everybody to explore and to work with and be tuned in and sensitive to your experiences of it. But like I said, the majority of these studies also say how meditation on its own can help people who have had PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder symptoms uh, because of experiences they've had that were uh, difficult to metabolize and handle. So with that, I think I've concluded uh, what I wanted to say about meditation, trauma, and PTSD. I wish you well. This is Todd Krieger, making the world safe for love. That's it for today's episode of Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity Podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. For free resources and materials, head over to toddkrieger.com. Loved this episode? Head over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you.